And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. And yes, here we are again, another day committed to being your consumer advocate, all about helping you understand your buying decisions, making you more street smart here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Save our hotline number in your phone at some point. You may need it. 813-750-0550. Call or text that line anytime. Used to call me on my it's our hotline. Phone. It's an off-air number. And call or text. Last week, we got a lot of calls. People reaching out, wanting to know more about uh, how they can improve their credit. They wanted to know about tax laws, tax implications. Uh, they were wanting to speak to some of our attorneys, get introductions to our attorneys. So we greatly appreciate everybody that's reaching out to the hotline and hitting up the website, consumerqb.com. A plethora of information available for you on our website, consumerqb.com. We'd love to help you win in any marketplace. That is our goal. We've got a great lineup for you today. we got our business coach in the house, Sam McCown, uh, alive and at peace coaching. He does a great job talking about business strategies. Also, uh, things for the individual out there as well. Uh, we've got Ray Hall, our valuation expert. He's an expert in all things real estate values. We're talking about commercial, vacant land, commercial, uh, residential uh, properties as well. Talk about the market, what's happening with the market, what's going on with these values and inventory levels. And attorney Lauren Frieder as well going to be on the program today. Uh, real estate attorney, lots of great areas of expertise. We're going to talk about the foreclosure moratoriums and also uh, you know, the, more about the market as well uh, here. Federal moratorium on foreclosure forbearance ends on uh, June 30th as well. So a lot of things happening right now, this midpoint of the year. Uh, we're going to talk about that on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Quick shout out to Replenish IV Solutions, uh, the science of replenish, uh, replenishing your body. Basically, what they're going to do is you're going to hook up to a vitamin infusion drip. Uh, the Replenish IV Solutions, the science of replenishing your body, energizing, rehydrated, and replenished. Safe and effective way to restore your body's immune system and injecting crucial vitamins and nutrients into your body. Uh, multiple area locations, or they will come to you. Say hello to Stephen and Lisa gun and replenish iv solutions and make sure you let them know the real estate quarterback sent you and we always like to feature some of our hot real estate property listings here on the show we've got 117 14th street in bel-air this is a 1.2 million dollar listing that we have compliments of the platinum mvp team at keller williams realty hot listing uh, 117 14th street bel-air double lot pool home uh, beautiful property available for sale here in tampa bay walk to the beach it's on a private cul-de-sac too many upgrades to mention here on the program but it's a great opportunity here in tampa bay you can see all of our listings at platinum mvp team.kw.com this is god's country all right attorney lauren frieder in the house welcome back in my friend thank you brandon i'm happy to be back as always all right good stuff well you know hey there's so much going on and and this is you know june 30 rolling around uh, there's a lot of things that are implementing for, uh, you know, or that are going to be coming out where uh, the moratorium is ending, the federal moratorium eviction is ending. You got the CDC eviction moratorium ends June 30th, and then also the federal moratorium on foreclosure forbearance ends on June 30. What does all that mean? Well, what does that mean? I mean, obviously that means that there's going to be no more protection for renters at the federal level, which has trickled down into the state of Florida at the end uh, at June 30th. Rent's going to come due. 
you. Uh, people that might have landlords that have had a hold off on evictions are who with these tenants qualified before can move forward with the evictions. The same thing with the forbearance period coming to an end with mortgages. We know we've talked about before that you could lump some of those payments at the end. So there might still be a few more months of reprieve. But the good news is, as always, the government has come up with some uh, rental assistance program as well as a homeowner's assistance fund. Um, so if there are people suffering uh, knowing that they're forbearances are coming to an end and monies are going to be due, there are some options out there for them. As always, there's pros and cons. Yeah, and you look at the American Rescue Plan created Section 3206 Homeowner Assistance Fund, HAF, uh, which resides $9.96, call it $10 billion. Way easier, $10 billion for the people. Uh, Housing relief (laughs) for our country's most vulnerable homeowner, uh, $676 million has been allotted to Florida. Uh, So, so yeah, explain a little bit of how this money rolls and what does it really mean for the average person that has uh, let's say let's say I'm a uh, you know middle income person I I retired I've got a little retirement I've got some investment properties you know how does this affect me if I've got four or five investment properties out there this is probably not going to help them um, really this homeowner assistance fund has to do with to, to qualify you got to be you know your primary residence where you're living and you've okay. had to suffer a financial hardship since January 21st 2020 and have an income less than 150 percent of the area's media income. And to give you a comparison, because I'm not the best with math, that's why I became an attorney, when it comes to the emergency rental assistance program, they're talking about you have to make 80% or below of what your area median median income is. Mm-hmm. So I did, like, on Fannie Mae, there's a little Google, you can go on Google and Google Fannie Mae and area median income to see what that area is that you live in. So I typed in my actual address, and what I saw is the area median income where I live is 72700 So to qualify under the rental assistance program, you'd have to be at 80% or below that seventy two k, which is, if I did my math right, and if Fannie Mae told me correctly, 58160 So when you're thinking about this on the foreclosure side, yeah. you've got to be 150% less um, than that area's median income. So wow. I think it's going to be a lot harder. There's some cool <laughs> things about this homeowner assistance fund the worst part, though, is we know that this moratorium is expiring in mm-hmm. like a week. Yep. And what's bad is the applications aren't even available for people to apply for. So wow. I don't know what's going to happen with that. But what's neat about this is it's kind of meant to be like a supplemental program to all the other forbearance programs that were offered by mortgagers and lenders. Um, so you can use these funds uh, to help with HOA fees, utilities, insurance, uh, private mortgage loans that, you know, obviously people weren't able to work with them on that, manufactured home loans, um, get your your forbearance up to date with your past due payments. And I think that's, that's really neat. It's just going to be, in my opinion, a lot harder for people to qualify for this, especially in Florida. So, um, you know, versus the rental assistance program, which in Florida, you know, we didn't really see a, a big wave of evictions that people thought were going to really come about from COVID. I mean, this is a strong, strong market. Yeah. So there's only about 600,000 tenants that are behind in rent. 
Yeah, now in Florida. I, I, I love these stats that you brought as well. If you just joined us, we're talking with attorney Lauren Frieder, Frank Charles Miranda Law, FCMLaw.com. And we're talking about real estate, talking about foreclosures, both for uh, the primary residence, but also for uh, situations where the tenants get behind and payments to the landlord, uh, because that's a whole nother segment of the market. Uh, but some of the stats, it says Tampa is one of the hottest real estate markets for rental income in the nation. Tampa yes, home values have gone up 70, 17% over the last year and are expected to rise similar pace over the next 12 months. Hillsborough past year was 15.9%. Pinellas home values up 22% past year. Uh, so it's interesting. You see that. And, of course, the recurring theme that my wife and I hear a lot when the real estate business is, wow, you know, we, we, we understood it was a tough market, but we just can't find anything. Yeah. I mean, it's true. Our inventory is so low. So a good general rule of thumb is if you have inventory, anything at 5.5 or above, it's kind of a buyer's market. 5.5 is buyer, seller even. Yeah. We are, I think, at this current month for the greater Tampa area, like 0.7% of inventory. Yes. That's right. Um, it is really hard for somebody like me who wants to buy and doesn't have you know full cash value to, to give to somebody and wave appraisals and those kinds of things. Um, so you kind of need to get creative. I definitely... You know, I hear a lot of different opinions, but the more research that I do, and I'm really looking at this market, we can't compare other markets to Tampa. So I don't, I, I do tell people, if you can buy, please go buy, because the mm -hmm. house prices are just going to continue to skyrocket. And if you don't get in now, you know, maybe in a few years from now, you really, that same house that was 500000 is now 750000 or more, and you could have yep. made a pretty penny on it. So yep. if you can do that, get creative. Uh, and obviously, it's a great time to sell. There are plenty of high-end rental properties, but there is not high-end uh, high-end housing to buy. So, right. I mean, it's we have very little supply and a huge demand. Yeah. People are going to continue moving here. I don't see the market calming down. I, I know when we look at the whole you know nation, they say that they think into 2023. I believe it's the uh, who is this? The National Association of Realtors think in 2022, the prices are going to increase on average about 3% through 2021, about 9%. But we're in a completely different market. And so those increases in the Tampa area of 17%, Hillsborough 159 Pinellas home values up 22%. Uh, they're forecasting that that's going to remain the same for the next year or two. Yeah, because a lot of times there's national numbers. So the National yeah. Association of Realtors, you know, they throw out these national numbers, which is taken into account Minneapolis, Minnesota, Chicago, Illinois, New York, New York. People are leaving those cities. Mm -hmm. to call them leftugees. You know, they're leaving yeah. the blue states coming down <laughs> to red. You know, the free states that we have uh, in, in Florida. The other big article I wanted to touch on was CNBC, uh, BlackRock. They did a, a story about these hedge fund buyers. One of the biggest ones is called BlackRock. Mm -hmm. So you've got these billionaire hedge fund companies competing with I hate to see a veteran getting beat out yeah. for a home. I hate to see a young family, first-time home buyers getting beat out for a home. Uh, so we were kind of brainstorming some ideas. I think I was talking with Doug Levi yesterday on the show, and we were talking about you know maybe there's time, maybe it's time for some legislators in Florida, maybe perhaps to come up with a, a a system where hey, you know if you if you were selling a property, you have to make it available to veterans and first-time buyers for the first week only or the first ten days, oh, kind of like they used to do with great. the REOs. Yeah, I love that idea. I mean, it's true, especially. You know, when I was reading this up about the specific market, I mean, that's what's here. And that is really what's causing people like me, who'd be a first time buyer, and we're talking about vets, not to be able to get in the game. And people have the funds, they're willing to pay, but they can't pay all cash. They're willing to go over ask. But um, it, it's it's definitely, I mean, I get it, but it's, it's really hard for people that want to, you know, first time home buyers and families. It's just, 
it's really not fair, actually. Yeah, it's a, it's a frustration. It's it's part of capitalism, but at the same time, it's probably one of the downsides of capitalism in some yeah. cases like this, where you have these these. You know, it's not a not a single family type buyer. Uh, uh, you know, uh, when I say single family, yes, they're buying a single family property. I'm talking about a, a mother, a husband, mm-hmm. a, a kid, maybe a couple of kids. You know, the average 2.2 kid uh, family household, right? <laughs> but I'm talking about that buyer competing against a a pool of income, a pool of hedge funds uh, that is, you know, strictly in it to make money. Yeah. They're they're making money for their bottom line. It's not a family that's going to enjoy the home. So that to me would make sense. Is hey, let's open it up for first time. And then on the flip side, as a seller or even a listing agent like I am, a lot of times is like, hey, you know, it's okay, fine. Yes, we got to go through an appraisal. Appraisal. We got to do inspections. It's not a quick close cash deal. Yeah. But let's let's do the right thing here. Let's work with the veteran and see what happens. I think that's a great idea. Um, obviously, I'm a capitalist too, but I think that you know we've got to kind of even the love, the playing field a little bit. Um, I mean, the issue with that is is the rental demand. I mean, we have a huge rental demand in this area too, and yeah. the the rent prices are skyrocketing. Yes. So it's just like an ugly cycle. How do you get out of that and better yourself? You want to buy? You can't buy because you've got these cash investors. Then your rent keeps going up. It's yes. astronomical. Then you can't save to buy. I mean, how do we fix this? And also, who's with there that, for us? Well, well right. And, and with that, with with home ownership comes more. Um, you know, I would say conservative principles, people mm-hmm. that understand, hey, a dollar coming into my budget is a dollar going out. Uh, the, the crime in the in the community is part of my concern. I'm not just a renter. I'm not just a tenant here. I might be on the other side of town next week. Uh, so I think it, it you're, you're somewhat, uh, you know, more connected with the dirt. You're yeah. more connected with the community. You well, know what what I mean? Yeah, because what I'm seeing is, you know, I watch the market. I'm like crazy. I like to see it. And I see the houses get sold and then front to an investor. Yeah. And then the very next day, they're listing them for rent for an astronomical price jacking up the rents yeah. to you know 30 percent of what it was last rented at yeah. so they're they're forcing people especially this also hurts our first responders yeah. our military our, our paramedics our nurses the folks that are on you know not a fixed income but they're on you know our school teachers you know a, a moderate average income some would say and it's forcing them to move outside of the cities driving 30 40 50 miles in some cases i think sarasota bradenton was one of the worst uh, in the country last time when we had this this type of a phenomenon happening yes, the hedge funds remember that mm-hmm. so people would be driving long commutes just to work at the local fire station yeah. uh, because of these hedge funds and this type of a, of, of a, system, a system that was in place yeah it's really sad i mean it's very exciting if you can i mean i think it's important if you are trying to buy because of this market is so scary i love realtors like you this is why you're so good at what you do that will talk to the sellers and say listen it might take a few extra weeks to get this closed but look who we're helping this family out that wants to buy their first house exactly i mean at the end of the day end of the day they're still going to get their money yeah and there's plenty of other buyers and a lot of times in my law firm i will see deals going with cash uh, buyers and a few days later it's off the table anyway. So yeah. now you're having to relist the property. So, yeah. you know, you got to you really need to have a great realtor to yeah. understand how this is all happening. Yeah, because they'll, they'll they'll put those cash offers in. And as soon as that inspection, two or three things come up, then they'll recounter mm-hmm. at the closing table, yeah. which we talked to Frank about. Frank said, hey, if they don't try to pull that stuff at the closing table, we'll we'll step in and we'll threaten lawsuit yeah. you know, action. Uh, but another point I was making is, hey, why don't you accept the cash offer as a backup? Hey, get ready to close. You can close if this VA client doesn't close in time. Yeah, it's kind of like an escalation clause in a sense. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a great idea. 
Yep. we got to so, get creative. So we're talking with attorney Lauren Frieder here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Local company, again, another great example of a local attorney, attorney uh, local uh, office right here on Cypress Avenue. Beautiful office over there, fcmlaw.com. Uh, final thoughts and uh, best ways that people can get in touch with you. Uh, my final thoughts would be if you can get out and you can buy and you want to sell, I would really highly recommend <laughs> doing both. I know a lot of people are saying wait to buy, but this market is not going to go down. I promise you there will never be another bubble ever we fix that with predatory lending there's not enough housing demand so if you can do it now instead of waiting a few years later and you're in a worse situation absolutely do it get with somebody like brandon who's a good person who wants this to happen and bring brings buyers and sellers together also if you really want to invest in some property and tampa's too expensive i do recommend people looking out in ocala yeah um, lakeland's not a good area when i started doing the numbers and stuff mm-hmm. you know the median home value in ocala is like about 163k and tampa is about 220k so that's yeah. a, a nice alternative if you do want to get into the investment game on a smaller scale yep other than that you can hit me up 24 7 all i do is work um uh, my email is lauren at fcmlaw.com once again that's lauren at fcmlaw.com you can call me anytime 813-254-2637 and extension three Awesome. Good stuff, Lauren. Thanks so much. Appreciate that. Thank you. That. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Some good nuggets in a, in a big timeline hitting up on, and uh, less than it. We're right around a week here uh, for June 30. That's the cutoff for a lot of these Talk different things. Talk to your things. landlord. That's right. Talk to the landlord. Talk to your attorney. <laughs> yeah. And uh, stay us. with us right here Call on the Consumer quarterback, <laughs> consumer quarterback Show. When we come back, Ray Hall in the house. Ray Hall Appraisals. He's going to have some uh, commentary as well on the market and values. He sees a lot of appraisals every year. Uh, thousands of appraisals that he does out of his office right here in Tampa Bay. So He is a local area expert on all things value here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We'll be right back after this short break. Don't go anywhere. Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here for Cleaning Commandos here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Cleaning Commandos are hiring, and they're offering competitive wages, flexible hours, relaxed atmosphere, and a sign-on bonus. Reach out if you'd like a career with the Cleaning Commandos here in Tampa Bay. Info at CleaningCommandosLLC.com or call 813-750-0550, 813-750-0550, Cleaning Commandos, Consumer Quarterback Show. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rhymes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. You're listening to the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here giving a shout-out to Better and Gutters right here in Tampa Bay. Brandon Porter and his team, American-made products, and they are a local-owned business right here in Tampa Bay. Veteran Gutters support a local veteran and his team. Brandon Porter and his team, they do a great job. American-made products. If you're thinking about putting 
uh, gutters on a property, reach out to Brandon and his team. I can tell you from firsthand experience, they are a first-class organization. They did a great job on my property. Veteran Gutters here in Tampa Bay. And hot property listing for this segment, we've got 1200 Gulf Boulevard available for sale. Number 1805. This is a beautiful property, penthouse, condo on the beach. Your backyard is the beach here in Tampa Bay. 1200 Gulf Boulevard, Clearwater. It's on Sand Key, the Meridian. Unit number 1805. Beautiful property. Resort-style amenities. 4,000 square feet. Beautiful property. Multiple terraces with views of the intercoastal waterway. And the Gulf of Mexico, sugar sand beaches and dolphin filled waters of the Gulf of Mexico. You can see all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. Ray Hall in the house. Ray Hall appraisals. Welcome in, sir. Thanks for having me back, Brandon. Always love it here. Hey, my pleasure, man. Yeah, it's a nice, nice break from the day with the busy real estate market out there. Yeah, exactly. So nice to come in and talk to you. Look forward to coming in and taking a break, huh? Yes, absolutely. Okay, cool. <laughs> you can't answer the phone for, for 20 minutes or so, right? I can't. Well, I, you know, it's, it's funny when I started, you know, my business full time was back in 2017, uh, Ray Hall appraisals. It was just me. And now we've got seven people. Three nice. assistants. Actually, we just hired our fourth assistant. So uh, good for it, you, it's man. It's really been, uh, been we've really been lucky. The American dream. Yeah, I'm trying to live it, growing it. <laughs> Love it, man. Good exactly. stuff. And so when you think about the the market right now, of course, there's you know we all know it's low inventory. We know it's you know competitive bids, offers, and situations like that. Right. Uh, what don't we know about this market? You know, at, at, if I knew. Man, I'd I'd be a millionaire already. Yeah. Um, You know, I I think what we don't know is how long. Right. You know, um, you know, probably we're going to keep going for the next year or two. Yeah. um, With the way the inventory is going. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. I mean, I started back in two thousand four, two thousand five, and I don't remember inventory being that short back then. Right. And that was a great market. Yeah. And here we are with a market that's being driven on inventory, which is what markets are supposed to be driven on. Yeah. They're supposed to be driven on supply and demand. Correct. We have this huge demand. We don't have enough supply, and I think it's really fueling the Tampa Bay area. And you know, I remember last year when things started to look good. I was thinking, well, maybe a year from now things are going to slow down. Things have not slowed down. Right. Uh, we've done almost as much work in six months as we did in 12 months of 2020. Wow. In 2021. Yeah. So, you know, that's just showing how much activity is out there. Yeah. So right now the question is, well, you know, how long? Yeah. How long um, will it last? Yeah. Good point. The other question for you, what you heard Lauren and I talking about the institutional buyers versus, right. you know, the big the big companies that are beating up and, and, and coming in and, and you know, and, and metaphorically speaking, beating up uh, the first time buyers, the veterans when it comes to getting an offer accepted on the highly coveted three bedroom, two bath, two car garage, 2000 square foot home anywhere <laughs> in Tampa Bay. Yep. You know, what's your take on that? What, what are you seeing? What do what's your take? And, and you know, uh, because these institutional buyers, you know, they just they're they're representing a uh, thousand people maybe that have contributed money, and now they've got all this money pooling together. They're somewhat like a real estate investment trust. They're coming in right. and competing and buying up properties. I think to a degree there should be some kind of regulatory regulation on it, just because it's a false market. 
exactly. when you think about it. Yeah. You know, they're just buying up for investment purposes. Exactly. This isn't, you know, the person who needs a house, mm-hmm. you know, the demand uh, buying that supply. So, you know, we don't want to get into a situation where they're buying so much inventory that it's creating this super hot market, but it really has no foundation because it's not a true market purchase. Yeah. It's not someone who has that high demand for the house, that that veteran, that family. Uh, y- you know, I mean, when you describe the typical house, you just describe mine. Yep. So, yeah. you know, uh, exactly. you know, but we, we don't have that. And that who knows, that could be the next problem. Yeah. Uh, so I think some regulation in that arena would, would definitely uh, benefit everybody. That that exactly could happen. That could be a stimulus for another bubble, potentially. People always say, what about mm-hmm. the next bubble? I agree. I don't think there's going to be a bubble unless something like that continues. And they take these single-family homes, they turn them, they convert them into rentals, and that's where you know a good homeowners association should, stump, should jump in and, and take control of that, understand the dynamics behind the market, and cater more towards the family, the yep. worker, the first responder, the paramedic, the teacher, the nurses, the engineer, the small business owner, the guy that owns his own appraisal company. <laughs> we'll be right that. back after this short break. More with Ray Hall. Ray Hall Appraisals here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Plus, coming up, Sam McCown of Live and at Peace Coaching here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Stay with us. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after this short, short break. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. All right, welcome back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show. Big shout out to the Bill Maher Beach Resort, the official hotel partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. I love taking my family down and enjoying a nice weekend over at the Bill Maher Beach Resort. They've got two pools on site, Sloppy Joe's Beach Bar and Restaurant, uh, live entertainment every day of the week, serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner as well. Clyde and his staff do a great job as well. Now, this hotel is not a cookie-cutter hotel. 90% of the rooms overlook the water, and some of the ones – I love the ground level. You step right out, and you're on the sand. You've got the nice chair, Adirondack chairs there, and just a great time. Enjoy the Bill Maher Beach Resort. Make sure you let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. Take them up on those special offers and incentives that we offer out to our radio and TV show audience uh, with the Bill Maher Beach Resort, Clyde Smith. Let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. Book directly, not on one of those online engines. Book directly. Give them a call. Let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. All right, we got a couple of hot listings here. I want to talk about some vacant land because Ray Hall's in studio, Ray Hall Appraisals. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into something different a little bit here. I wanted to talk about uh, different the uh, vacant land and how maybe an entrepreneur, developer goes about 
putting in properties, putting in these new neighborhoods. You see neighborhoods pop up and you wonder like, hey, I wonder what the backstory was to that. Who who put these in? Who, how did this start? What was the process? Um, so I've got 41 acres on Hamlin Road up in Pasco County. This is 41 acres for sale. Uh, the property's listed at $950,000. Great opportunity uh, to buy and build and develop uh, here in Tampa Bay. And yes, yeah, some of the counties are saying, hey, we got to slow down this development. So we're going to talk about that as well. 41 acres. Now you got an agricultural zoning on that is rs3 future use so i want to talk about that with ray hall ray hall appraisals talk about the zoning differences uh, with these different types of properties and i've got a another property here uh, in tampa bay zero gun highway this is another example of a property vacant land now this wouldn't be much of a development opportunity more of a single family home buyer at zero gun highway you got uh, two acres on a lake uh, here in tampa bay uh, this one is in odessa 2.21 acres 1,250 feet of long gun highway. So it could be potentially a business as well, commercial use on the front, Mm -hmm. maybe have a a home in the back or maybe some type of a a nursery or something along those lines. But you've got 2.2 acres gun highway in Odessa, close to major roads, lakefront, and it's residential, commercial, or specific commercial use. So uh, with that uh, said, Ray Hall, Ray Hall Appraisals here uh, in studio. Uh, Talk a little bit about the development process and entitlements and what do all these numbers mean, RS3? RS3. So you have what you what, what everybody knows, the zoning, and that's usually pretty easy to find. Then you have something called a future land use, okay. which is uh, a lot more difficult to change than zoning, and it's a little more restrictive. Um, you know, so RS3, I, I would have to look into it, and you can look into the county. It's usually in a document called the uh, – I can't remember it right now. Have one of those the, moments. The uh, well, the county has their uh, plats and their their not the plats, but the um, basically the, the zoning is going to so RS three for example might be residential three per acre. Correct, residential single lines. family three per per That's acre. Right. Uh, there's a particular document that every county has that has the future land use. It usually includes the map and the density and the allowable uses. Uh, that property you're selling may be particularly valuable because the zoning is an AR which is likely maybe one per five, one per 10. Yes. But it has that more uh, intensive future land use. So it could make that zoning change easier Mm. for a a higher use of that property. Uh, And that would be for someone to look into. Now, that takes some time. Yeah. You've got to sit down with the planning board. You have to tell them what you're planning to do. You have to tell them why you want the change in zoning. Uh, They're going to look at surrounding properties and see what they're zoned. Um, you know, you could have commercial across the street, but residential on your side of the street, and that will impact their decision as well. Um, so that's the thing. When we talk about entitlements, you know, that's what they're going to allow you to do to a property. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times if you're doing a development, you're going to have what's called a PD uh, zoning, plan, okay. plan development. Yes. And it's going to be very specific as to what you can build, how many you can build, what the lot sizes are, the plat, everything. Yes. The thing is, is let's say you have that property that you're selling and you go ahead and get that done. That property may be way more valuable to Mm. a developer now because you just took care of all that. Right. So maybe you have this land and you have, you know, you want to get in the development business, but you don't want all the headache of the site prep. 
and hiring everybody to do all that. Because as a developer, you build the roads, you put in the infrastructure, mm-hmm. you have to put the deceleration and acceleration lanes in the uh, in the roadway that leads into it. Right. And if you want to maybe not deal with all that, you can get the entitlements and, and maybe even you know make a profit off that land yeah. and never have to put a, a, a shovel in the dirt. Yeah, uh, that's I've awesome. Se- I've seen that before. I was involved in a $90 million appraisal once for land that the state was purchasing. Nice. And part of the value of that land was it had entitlements, mm. big entitlements. They were going to have their own water company, wow. um, you know, things like that. Uh, a lot of times with these larger developments, you'll notice they have a school in them. Right. A lot of times the developer has to donate that land to the county for them to build a school right. to service the, uh, you know, the, the families in, in that neighborhood. Yeah. So but it's all about an all-encompassing scenario where you got parks and recreation mm-hmm. and you got some commercial, some residential, some industrial warehouse, uh, maybe some manufacturing. Like all of these different pieces and puzzle had to fit that puzzle. And everybody's got to agree on it and be happy about it. Well, the planning board at least would, would agree on it. Well, the, the planning board, and, and I don't know if anyone's ever noticed a sign. You may see a big day glow orange sign that says bo- or hearing. Yes. That's probably someone trying to get a change in zoning. Right. And the community, and I've seen developments get squashed because the community showed up yep. and refused to allow the change in zoning. Right. And if the community doesn't, uh, isn't okay with it, they won't do it. I had it happen to me. I had an ALF that we were trying to sell. It was going to be a couple of million dollar deal for me. Mm-hmm. And all the neighbors said, nope, not doing it. We're not having that here. We want ambulances coming in. We don't want, yeah. you know, so I was like, well, where do you want our older demographic to go? I mean, we know that there's a lot of baby boomers, yeah. you know, so at some point you get frustrated with it, uh, you know, because it's almost like not in my backyard. Yeah. Well, and, and unfortunately, that un- uh, comes down to ignorance on people's parts, too. I mean, I, yeah. I've appraised ALFs and they're no busier than. A uh, you know an apartment complex. Yeah, you know the whole probably well, less because they're not driving a whole lot. They're not driving a whole lot <laughs> exactly, know? and there's not a whole lot of ambulances going in there. You know, right. maybe a nursing home. You know, you might have that ambulance, but an ALF right. is really just a little community for people where they can get a little extra help. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and they're really nice properties, and and we do need nice ones. Yeah. And Absolutely. So, I mean, I know uh, where I used to live in New Tampa, they just built a new one, and it's beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, uh, if I ever had a, a family member, it would be nice to be able to have them close to my house. Exactly. Yep. So, you know, it's a shame that happened to you. Got to work. Got to work. Uh, you know, everybody's got to work together. Ray Hall, Ray Hall Appraisals, final thought and best website or contact information. Uh, best website is rayhallappraisals.com. Um, and final advice is everybody out there who's looking to buy, buy cash. Uh, and if they're giving you that opportunity to waive the appraisal, go ahead and get your own private appraisal mm-hmm. because you want to make sure you're going into this at a market value. Right. Uh, you know, you don't want something to happen and all of a sudden you find out you're underwater. Yeah. Uh, I've had instances now where I'm, I'm appraising houses where people are offering $80,000 above the asking price. Wow. Folks, that's not a good idea. Would you go to the car dealership and offer $40,000 above the sticker price? Right. You know, don't do that with your homes. Take your time. Buy smart. Be an educated buyer. Yeah. Good advice. Yep. All right. Thanks a lot, Ray. Ray Hall Appraisals. Check them out online. RayHallAppraisals.com. Yep. Thanks for coming in, buddy. Thank you. All right. Coming up, Coach Sam McCown here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, alive and at Peach at Peace Coaching. Uh, executive coach, speaker, and trainer here uh, coming up on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Plus, our feel-good story of the day. Every day, we'd like to tell you something good. Uh, we have our feel-good story of the day coming up as well uh, here on the program. Nothing like how movies depicted a man rescued pair from crash burning car find out about that 
and our expert contributor coming up right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is Warwick Dunn, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. This is Diane Vance with Fairway Independent Mortgage, a member of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Please give me a call for any of your mortgage needs. We do all sorts of loans. If you would like information on a mortgage, you can text me or call me at 727-647-8199. I will take care of all your mortgage needs. Go to my website at dianevance.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253. Free CMA and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here. Consumer Quarterback Show. Platinum MVP team. Every day we'd like to tell you something good on our show. Tell me something good. All right. So it's a night. Gabriel will never forget the shuttle driver for Ben's B&R Auto Wrecking. And uh, this is out of Oregon. Uh, was on his usual route on 126 early in the morning when he spotted a crashed car engulfed in flames over an embankment with a young man and woman trapped inside screaming for help. Gabriel said he wasn't sure what was happening at first, but he fairly realized he realized fairly quickly it was fight or flight moment uh, for him. At 12.15 a.m., the 43-year-old decided to fight. He jumped over an embankment using uh, tools from his truck and managed to pull the two occupants from the car just minutes before it exploded, moments before it exploded. Nothing like the movies depicted. He's quoted as saying, he said, it was much harder than he actually dealt uh, when you actually deal with it physically, no matter how strong I was emotionally. The thoughts and decisions I had to make in a split second, I just had to put myself aside and say, I have to do this. There was a moment when I literally thought I might die, Gabriel recalled. And he says, quote, if I get close enough to that car right now, then I might back uh, go back and uh, get him and I'll die uh, as he said as he just remembers holding the female's face trying to comfort her and reminding her that uh, you know she's thinking of Father's Day coming up and she didn't want to lose a child close to Father's Day and the Oregon State Police said they uh, the driver fell asleep ran off the road and I guess there's a purpose I guess Gabriel joked I don't know I'm just grateful that I was there it makes sense on how I was there right moment at right time and what I did early that morning there's a whole bunch of ways whys but it all worked out there's our feel good story of the day on the consumer quarterback show sam mccown welcome in my friend good to be here today brandon what a story really cool right? fight flight or freeze you're going to do one of the three every That's time right. you know and uh when that uh that adrenaline kicks in yes and you decide to fight and you decide to do what needs to be done yeah you can pretty much do just about anything and and he made a comment there about uh 
the morning and things like that, why he was there at that point in time. Yes. Ain't no such thing as a coincidence. Mm-hmm. You know, all God-ordained moments. It's designed. So it was it, designed to test it, his character, test his will. And then also the folks in the car maybe had some stuff going on in their life, and they said, hey, this is our second chance. Now they're going to live it a different way. I know with my heart surgery seven, eight months ago, it's like, wow, I look at things a lot differently now. I look yes. at my time as even more precious. And, wow, you know, it's really, really a shocker sometimes. Yeah, I was going to I was going to try and catch your attorney on the way out. If she's working that much, she needs to come see me and we need to calm her down a little bit. But, yeah. But, but, you know, yeah, you do. You have a, a life changing event. Yep. You know, I had two cancer diagnoses in 2020. Wow. And so you you either make the changes and, and start taking priority for for what's really important in life. Yes. Or you die early. Yeah. You know, I mean, and and when you have those medical emergencies, you have those medical uh incidences you want to take a step back and say okay what is really really important and i imagine for you didn't i see an announcement here just recently that's right that's right we got a a little boy coming yeah yeah congratulations thank you much yeah we're excited about that but those are the important things yes you know yeah and we're still trying to figure out how we're going to get to poland my um youngest grandson just turned six months cool and you know uh thank god for viber and uh, video and stuff like that yeah that's how we've been able to see him and kind wow. of connect with uh, our son and daughter-in-law. But uh, Poland's still uh, zone three or class three or whatever, you know, is still in the for yellow, lockdown. Yeah, for lockdown. Yeah. Oh, wow. So and, and don't ever try to ship something overseas right now that has to be there, you know, like right away. Yeah. We shipped out a, a package on the 8th. It got there today, but oh, it was wow. the 8th of May. Oh boy! Yeah, holy so, cow! Yeah, right. Man, and, talk and about that a was, delay. That was yeah. priority mail. Holy so, cow! Yeah, and it wasn't from the U.S. side. But anyway, well, that reminds me of something. You know, I was just listening. I was kind of re-listening to um, Purpose Driven Life, mm. uh, but the the pastor I uh, forgot his name. Rick off Warren. The top, Rick Warren. And it was yeah, it was kind of what you alluded to. It's it's about relationships, right? Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. about the um, you know the things that we accumulate over the lifetime it's about relationships and how you uh, you know can cherish those and spend time with people that really matter right right people aren't going to people aren't going to remember your house they're not going to remember your car you know you can pull right up next to them in a, in a brand new Lamborghini and five minutes later who was that yeah you know and uh, but you know they always say it's about the dash right you know it's about the dash what are people going to remember what what do you want somebody to stand up at your funeral and say about you yeah you know and th- those are the things that uh, when you look at it you know how much how much difference did you make in the world exactly you know who did you impact uh, that gentleman in in being there at that time of the accident yes you know that's huge impact in how many generations of life down the road right we just don't know yes and so you know and and you know, over 80% of life is showing up. Right. You know, and all the other stuff, you know, like say the possessions, all that kind of stuff, uh, it might look good and feel good today. But what kind of difference did you make? What's in the dash? Yeah. You know, and I, I think about that when I when I work with folks and they, they start preparing their, their mission statement, their vision statement and things like that. And one of the things that you, they always want to make a ton of money, right? Mm-hmm. You know. And, and and so why? So yeah, why are you doing this? Well, right. you know, I want to. I want my wife to retire. I want this to happen. I want that to happen. So, what, did you talk to them about it? Right. What if your wife doesn't want to retire? <laughs> you know, that's and that's a horrible why. Yeah. But you know, once we start nailing that stuff down, then that dash becomes bigger and bigger and mm-hmm. bigger. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Stephen Covey's uh, book. 
um, you know, seven habits of highly effective people. I remember I took a class in college, Florida Gulf Coast University, is where I ultimately graduated from. Played football at USF for the inaugural team, but uh, it started off with that chapter about what did you want on your on your headstone? Yeah. You know, write your yeah. uh, eulogy, right? Right. Yeah, and and we all want to we all want to accomplish things. Okay, there's there's no two ways about that because we're not human if we don't. Right. But we have to look at that final chapter. Yes. You know, we have to look at what's the legacy that we're leaving. Mm. You know, what's the legacy for our children, our, our children's children. And if that legacy is is vibrant and alive and something that they can be proud of, you know, the great, great grandchildren are not going to say, oh, yeah, my great, great granddaddy owned that house over there. Yeah. They're going to say he was one of the best realtors in the Tampa Bay area right. in his lifetime, right? right? Those are the things that you want to leave as a legacy, right? not the fancy houses, cars, boats, whatever. You know? And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that, okay? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with earning and, and having those types of things. Yeah. But that's not your legacy. Yeah. You know? It's the number of people you touch and have a, have, have a positive impact upon. We're talking with Sam McCown here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, alive and at peace coaching. He's an executive coach, speaker, and trainer here. Sam McCown uh, on the Consumer Quarterback Show, and uh, and and think about from a biblical perspective too. Uh, I think you know one of my favorite uh, quotes was uh, says Paul. Paul said, "Call forth those things that be not as though they were." Yeah. Right. So that that says, hey, listen, if you don't have it in your life yet, act as if, right? Act exactly. as if and, and be in that mindset. Do the things that that person that had those things or had that skill or, or wants that would do. Right. Exactly. So here's my thought process behind that. If you have a thought to do something or you have an idea, I believe they're all God inspired. And because especially if you're living and walking the way uh, God wants you to walk. OK, so those God inspired thoughts. Did he ever give anybody in history an idea that they weren't fully resourced? Right. I mean, you can go through through every story in the Bible. You can talk about Moses. You can talk about Gideon. Yeah. You know, Gideon went into battle with a pot, a trumpet and his voice, wow. you know, so both hands are full, yeah. you know, and he's supposed to fight. And, and But he was fully resourced. And I believe um, we have within us everything we need to accomplish what God has put on our, on our hearts and on our minds. We just have to reach into it and we have to believe it. If you can't see it, you know, when I coach my financial um, people, if they can't see getting right. out of debt or they can't see that house that they want to buy, they're right. never going to get it. Yeah. They're never going to get it. And I think a lot of times we're as entrepreneurs, business owners, you know, just just humans in general. I think it's we have we we have sometimes we suffer from short sightedness. Yes. Right? So we say, you know, we we every year January thirty one or first comes around. You know, December comes. We're all oh, let's set our you know we're, we we set these uh, you know the, the, we overestimate what we can do in one year and we significantly underestimate or even plan for what we can do or five or 10 years. I know if I look right. back five, 10 years, you know, 10 years, I didn't even have this radio show. Now mm-hmm. we're four o'clock drive. We got a weekend show on the bone, you know, send syndicated on Apple, Amazon, Roku. So don't beat yourself up if it doesn't happen fast enough. Right. But you could see doing that. Right. When you started, you could see and you can see where you're going from here. Right. But if you didn't, if you didn't have that vision, if you didn't have that idea, if you didn't have that drive, right? Yeah, no, you're back where you were five, ten years ago, right? And the same with me. You know, it's just one of those. Um, my my wife has decided that she wants to possibly 
pursue a different career path. Now, she's a dental hygienist, and they're still under a ton of COVID restrictions and Tyvek suit, two masks, face shield, all that kind of wow. stuff, right? Anyway, and uh, so, so she says, um, I think I want to pursue uh, being a Pilates instructor. Cool. Okay. So she says, but I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm 56 years old. And, and so she went and she talked to him and, and the lady said, look, and, and she went through all the list of the instructors. She said, they're all her age. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's a couple of young, you know, um, young ones out there and stuff like that. And I said, well, you know, if that's what you want to do, she said, well, I can see doing that into my 60s. Yeah. But the hygiene, it, it's hard on your hands. It's hard on your back. It's hard, it's hard on your entire body. And she does it for eight to nine hours a day, yeah. five days a week. Right. So, um, so, yeah, go for it. You know, exactly. we, just, we figure out a way to pay for it and go, and go forward. So now that's added to the vision. It's also added to the legacy. Yeah, you know, right. so and and she can step back because every once in a while she'll speak with me. And, and when we go places and and she can look back and say, you know, tell people, hey, 56 years old, I began to make a career change. Yes. I planned for my future. I planned for life after the current career. Yeah. Most people don't. Exactly. Yeah. So. You got to have that foresight. You know, the uh, one of my favorite things to talk about is uh, Edward Banfield of Harvard. He conducted that 40 to 50 year study. And he said, hey, I want to know what makes some people successful, what makes others not. The number one thing, the number one determinant that he found after a 40 to 50 year study, which is a crazy long amount of time yeah. of study, is long time perspective, developing right. long time perspective, thinking about, you know, future pacing. Some people call it future pacing, mm-hmm. future planning. Um, we've got about a minute and a half left here. Tell me something good. Tell me a story about Jim Rohn or John Wooden. Tell me something inspirational. Because <laughs> I know that's one of your favorites, it, right? It is. I, I, I really, I've been doing a lot, of, a lot more research about John Wooden. But he, would, he brings ball players in. Yeah. <clears throat> and and, and uh, we, we need more coaches like him. Yeah. And he'd say, here, shoot the ball. Yeah. And he'd just go sit back and watch. Yeah. And all over the court, didn't matter where, just shoot the ball. And all the time he's thinking, okay, good from here, not good from here. Good from here, not good from here. Then he would develop plays around that player's strengths. Mm -hmm. That's why the majority of his players excelled at their position. He would go to them and say, this is your strength. We're going to play to that. And this is Joe's strength. We're going to play to that. And what 11 12 championships you know wow. and so so observe yes learn and teach and that's what he did he observed he learned he taught and i'll, I'll bet there isn't one ball player out there that he coached that doesn't just put their success on his his coaching yeah Absolutely, so. especially at a, at a young age in college like that. Oh, and that breaks down to almost anybody in any profession is figure out what those things are, improve at them, focus on your strengths, and and continue to focus on the 80-20 rule. You know, yes. Those, those 80% of the thing, or 20% of things that are going to contribute 80% of your success. Exactly. So we're out of time. Thanks so much, Sam. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you coming in. Always a pleasure. Yep. And uh, we had another great show, Ray Hall appraisals, uh, also attorney Lauren Frieder on the program. And we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another and be 
a force for good in the community. We'll see you next time. Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.